two, one, go. Welcome back, everyone, to the Go Station podcast. The number one podcast in the world. <laughs> That's right. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Well, welcome back to another week with us, and we are so happy for anyone who is listening and grateful for your presence. Um, this week, we have a fun topic that goes back to kind of like the first few conversations we had had when we started this con- uh, episode's uh, Can't Talk podcast. This podcast? Yep. That's right. We had an episode on financial literacy. Yeah. And it was... So good. It was so good. Actually, like quite a few people messaged us about that and we're like that was a good conversation or we had conversations around that afterwards because people had thoughts or opinions on it so um that's been another thing i think right now with if you've been paying any attention to the economy it has been fluctuating it has been going uh actually i can't i'm not gonna swear because we need to keep this podcast clean yeah it's been doing some weird stuff lately yeah and it's based off of the world around us and everything um, that's going on with COVID and just like shortages here and there and the different problems right. of the world. Um, so right now, I think a lot of money thoughts are fear-based. Like if you read articles and stuff, it's always based around oh, the markets are going down and, like, house prices are going up and, like, nothing's affordable and, like, inflation is going to be at, like... Like, I think they were talking about U.S. going up to, like, 8% or something. It could be wrong. Don't don't um quote me there. <laughs> but, you know, like, it's a lot of terrible things and I think people are just scared and or, like, upset over certain things, whether they miss something or they invested wrongly in something is what their mindset is. Um, but... We have another kind of relevant piece, which is instead of just saving your money um, and putting it away, like, how do you spend your money? And where does that money get spent for you to then be able to save enough um, correctly for yourself? And how not to spend frivolously? Yeah. So our, our conversation topic for today is related around money and specifically how not to just spend your money frivolously and what you can do to kind of... Um, curb spending habits if mm-hmm. that makes sense so um step one step one step one what is it write down the things that are important to you you sound like a robot there buddy well it's the truth <laughs> <laughs> well i think when he says important to you it's what are your absolute needs in your life what do you have to have in order to essentially survive comfortably in the sense where not like unless you're really going for a extensive savings plan um just writing down enough where like i need you know food from the grocery store i need you know a gym membership a gym membership if, well I, I don't know that well, some people need that yeah it depends it depends on but that's person. what we're saying so like if it's something you really need like if you took that away you would genuinely find it really hard to live your life um i guess that's what it is and then taking that list would be step two and seeing out of that list what are the dollar values associated there and which ones are actually like for sure you cannot live without like you cannot live without shelter and food right Mm -hmm. those are mandatory things but say the gym membership is on there right yeah 
but you find that gym membership is eating away at quite a large amount of your Money? income. Yeah. Monies? Yeah, your monies. Um, and you don't have that income to just give away. It's not that that's frivolous in the sense of like you're just throwing that money away. But I think it may be time for you to find an alternative, whether that's like maybe a cheaper online class or maybe it's YouTube videos or maybe it's finding a buddy that has a at-home gym and working out with them there. Or cutting costs elsewhere to make room for the gym. Yeah, yeah. If you're buying coffee, for example, every morning from Tim Hortons. Yeah. Maybe you should try making it at home yourself. So I would actually argue that another important step that would actually come before this is that write down what your amount of income is. Oh, okay. Step zero. <laughs> All right. So let's start from the beginning. Step zero is you write down how much monies you got. How much monies you got coming in. Yeah. How much monies you got going out. No. How much monies you got stockpiled. Yes and no. Okay. Why don't you, why don't you, why don't you explain step zero, what you think step zero is for Well, you're for not everybody. wrong, but the main <laughs> goal is like, Step zero, the whole point is where your spending habits are, right? So step zero is finding out your money value that is incoming to your bank account consistently or inconsistently, depending on where you are in life. But just finding out the monthly general amount that is going to for sure be there for you. And with that, being able to see how much of that you want to save. So you should be like saving at least... 5% to 10% of that on the low end, I think. Of your money coming in? Of your money coming in. That's what, like, the general um, rule is. They say, like, save 10%. But there's that's also... That's what they say? Oh, my goodness. They should be saying save more, but... Hey, but yeah, ev- it, not everyone has not that everyone ability. Not everyone can do that, right. And that's fine. Save as much as you can, but whatever that amount is, just make sure you have that as your goal. And that number should be reasonable enough that nothing should change it, right? Like, realistically, that should stay at that point, and your spending and stuff should actually give you more room for more saving. Um, And the reason is your savings, the sooner you start doing it, the sooner it starts to build up, and the faster it starts to compound, and you get that for the future. And if you want, we have an episode all about, like, saving and stuff. And investing. Yeah, and investing. You can check that out. Um, But in this case, when you are checking step one that we went to where you're looking at your needs now you can see this is the amount that i have to spend every month so say you're making two thousand dollars a month let's just say you were on serve you're making the 2k okay let's just nice round number yeah and you find um you know you may be living with your parents so you don't have to pay rent but you do have to pay for your own groceries and you do have to pay for gas in a car because you need to drive around um, and maybe you need to, I don't know, for your mental health, you need to have a gym membership, as Aria put it. So these are things you have to have, and let's just say somehow that ends up being $700 a month. Damn. 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 Well, gas adds up, my friend. It's pretty expensive nowadays. So does food, you know? Mm, I wouldn't know. I eat so little. <laughs> <laughs> Now, here's where you can pay attention. This is the key point. When you look at those things that you're spending your money on, even in your needs section, find out where you're spending them, right? Like, are you going to a Whole Foods to buy your groceries? And if so, is that a non-negotiable for you? 
Or are there certain things you have to get from Whole Foods and everything else can be bought from a cheaper grocery store? Mm -hmm. And lowering that budget then allowing you to get more room for, you know, your groceries and other things. Mm -hmm. Um, Same with the gym. Do you have to go to the nicest gym or can you lower that? And that's where like frivolous, I think, is. What are the extras that you're paying for in even your necessary wants and needs that you're just kind of spending the money there because like, Oh, yeah, it's bougie. And this is a level you gauge. Like, it's based on your lifestyle, your needs, your wants, and your yeah. saving type. Um, we're not saying, like, go as low as you possibly can. I definitely don't think that. I don't I don't think we do that at all. No. So, like, for us, for example, um, groceries are, are one of our biggest spends, and our rent is our biggest spend. And we didn't choose, like, a hole-in-the-wall place, but we also didn't choose, like, you know, a multi- bedroom like penthouse no, place either a very modest one bedroom apartment yeah but it's in a really great location which was important to us um and it has like all the amenities we need and everything we personally wanted in a space so we found the right price for us for the right thing that we needed we could have obviously found someone something cheaper yeah and we could have found something way more expensive so budgeting that and finding out what that is and even with groceries like you know for us there's a mix of things whether it's convenience whether it is what's um, available to us at the moment and or what we have access to actually go out and pick and choose so we can budget. Yeah. Yeah. So all these things are there. Um, Now, sometimes this is the part where you can maybe work on. Mm -hmm. Um, We have impulse buys. Right. So Arya has these quite a few often. Hey, whoa, hold on. I just want you to share your experience with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not threatening you. I'm not putting you under the bus. I'm just talking about it. Uh, yeah, so at times in the past, mm-hmm. it hasn't really happened in a while, but I really like to play video games. Yep. So, and I'm also, I like to get video games on sale. I'm a bargain hunter when it comes to video games. Even if I know it's a game I'm not going to play for a while, but I see it's on a really steep discount, the part of me, the, pretty much all parts of me wants to just buy it. Hey, Arya, how many games do you have? Uh, in total or on any specific platform? In total. In total? Oh, boy. Um, round number. Just, just around. Just like a round, just throw a number yeah. out? Over 400. Yep. Maybe 500. Maybe yep. 500. So, those are impulse buys, I'd say, half the time? When they're a good deal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And here's where you need to decide how to deal with that. So the way you can do it is first... Wait, can I explain how I dealt with it? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Okay. So how I dealt with it was two things. Number one, when I go to buy a game now, I ask myself, is this something that when I buy it, I'm going to play it like today or tomorrow? Like, or in the, like, you know, am I going to play it right away? Is this going to be the next game I play? Mm Mm-hmm. Or is this a game that realistically, I may want it and it may be on sale, but I already have like 17 games that I haven't played that I own. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably not going to get to this for a while. And that usually stops me from buying it because I know by the time I get to it, it'll probably be on sale even cheaper yeah. in the future. And the second way that I've done, I've curbed it is, you know, going through our, our step-based program that we're describing to everybody. I wrote down how much monies I make. Yeah. And I wrote down what percentage of my monies I am willing to divert to video games. Yeah. Because I love video games. Uh-huh. Yes. 
You budgeted that into your budget. I budgeted that into my budget. And it's a small amount. It's like, I think I gave myself like, actually, it's not even that small. I gave myself like five bucks a week that yeah. I can spend on gaming. Yeah. So obviously you let that accumulate for a few weeks and you have enough to buy like a game every month or so. Yeah. So instead of a coffee, that was our guest thing. Yeah. Instead of buying a coffee every day. Every week. <laughs> right. I pretty much just buy a game every month instead. Yeah. But I actually don't buy a game every month. But sometimes you buy a bigger one that's worth a lot more. So it's that $5 accumulated over a few months. No, not really. The most expensive game I've bought in the past like while has been like 30 bucks. That's that's quite a few weeks though. It's only six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, I guess so. But it's Anyways, been more than six weeks. Since but I've, he's anyway. aware of that. Yeah. And that's, I think, step one is become aware that it's a frivolous buy. Like, understand that this is not something you need to buy, not something you need to have, and that you're but just I mean, buying also, it because it's a good deal, usually. Yes. Or you just really want it. You think it's really pretty or really nice right. or yes. really yes. yummy. But I think it's also important to note that it was one of the things that I identified as my needs. Or even though to somebody it may seem kind of silly, like like a gym membership might seem silly to some people, it's just one of those things where... Well, that's your budgeting. That's why we talked about like yeah. you decide what's in your budget. But the point is you have that budget now and you have like your needs, your savings, and then the extra money that either you're adding more to your savings or adding it as you're, you know, you're, like Arya did. He needs his game. So that's his frivolous spending. But with that, you're curbing the um, automatic response you kind of have because I think we've mentioned this before, like consumerism drives North America and it drives a lot of the world where you just like buy, buy, buy and you don't think about the impact it has on your life or the environment really. Um, so when you really stop and you think about it, you're like, why am I buying this? And how much is it actually worth to me? Not just like the sale value of it. Um, but is this something that will genuinely make my life better? Even if it is, so say like you're walking by a store and there's like these really famous cupcakes, right? Like yeah. everyone's talked about. Now, are you doing it because they're genuinely known to be super delicious? Or is it just like an Instagram thing you want to do? And you don't even have a large Instagram following. And it doesn't make you happy to post on Instagram or anything like that. It's just like, you know, everyone's done it. So you want to do it. Versus it may be a little bougier cupcake. But hey, I really love cupcakes. Like that brings me joy. It's one of my favorite desserts. I want to try this new place out. And that means that, you know. I don't get. I think it's it's uh, something else. If I if if it's in your budget, that's overlooking. You know, it's based on your attention. Yeah. Right. If it's something that's gonna make you happy, there's no judgment. You should do it. Yeah. If you can afford it. And if it you can you afford happy. it and it makes you happy and it's not like, like you're not um like you're still using restraint and discipline with your spending. Yeah. All things considered, then yeah, every now and then get yourself something nice. Like I think you cupcake. need that in your life, but yeah. I think. That, like we said, step one is the awareness. And then step two is calculating it out for yourself. Like, is this worth it? Um, that makes it a lot easier instead of it just being like, is the sale price worth it? Because that's designed to make you buy it. Mm -hmm. Like, you see that bigger number or you see something that's super, like, hyped up and you're like, everyone's doing it. I want it. Right? Like, that's how it's designed to be. But when you actually contemplate and sometimes the other thing you may want to do is if it's not something you have to like you're not in a store that you only visit once every whatever few months and it's super far away and you can't get to it again but if it's something like you know you can come back to easily 
or online and it's going on for a while, maybe just take a break from it. Don't look at it and then actually come back to it in like an hour or two and think about it and be like, is that something that despite the price would make me super... Or come back to it in like a few days. If you can. Yeah, depending on if right. it's like, you know, possible for you to do that. Um, Just deciding on what's yeah. worthwhile is a lot easier. Like for me, especially if I go shopping, I'm like, oh, that's such a good price. That oh, looks so cute. The face mask is so cheap. It's so cheap. And then I come home, I'm like, hold up. I have five face masks already. I don't need another one. I'd rather not. But when you're there, it's really hard to think of the other five things you have because uh, you're just like, this is really cute. This that's is me really with my games, except instead of five being at home, there's a few hundred at home. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's a lot easier when you're out of that situation where you're buying things. Like I personally, since COVID, haven't really gone to malls and stuff. But when, Why when are you I lying? Have, we were in a mall the other day. The other month. We were in the mall in December. We went to Chipotle. That was in a mall. Okay, but we haven't gone shopping in a mall. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> we have not gone shopping in a mall. Um, But I went for Christmas shopping. And when <gasps> I was there... You lied. I literally just said I went in December. Okay. When I was there, I was like so tempted by everything. I was like, oh, I've always wanted this. This is so nice. Oh, my God. I mean, I can spend my, I haven't spent money all year. And then I came home like, I literally needed none of that. And if I had bought it, I had nowhere to put it. It wouldn't make a difference in my life. Good, good job, Keshra. You did not buy it. And then I feel proud of myself. <laughs> Whereas there's buyer's remorse, which also happens a lot of the time where you buy something. And then instantly you're just like, oh no, I regret buying it. Well, yeah. Well, that's why it would be really good to not impulsively buy something yeah. give yourself time to really like sit with that idea and then you're like do i really want this or no yeah and now a lot of people may think like oh no it doesn't matter if i buy these things you know at the end of the day all that matters is that i'm happy if i really want this coach purse even if i can't afford it but whatever like it makes me super happy and that's what life is about i'm not saying no to being happy but every time you actually consider what is valuable to you. You're making your life more impactful for for the things around you and having the meaning that they, they have for you versus just surrounding yourself with things and not assigning a proper meaning to things as well as the money you don't spend right now and you can save compounds way more than you can ever think about. Like go on Google, search up like, you know, interest compound calculator and if you were to put in a certain dollar value like i think if you put a hundred dollars in you would be shocked at like how much that can grow in like 10 20 years just by putting it and getting like i don't know five to seven to like ten percent interest every yeah, year yeah you'd be shocked and it, it can grow so fast but we don't think in small we think in big we always think you like you need to save thousands and thousands of dollars um, but it starts small. It starts with all those extra places that you are spending without paying attention or things that don't actually mean anything to you, but you just mindlessly spend it. Yeah, like you mindlessly get your third coffee of the day because all your other friends are getting a yeah. coffee. Or bubble tea. Or bubble tea. <laughs> or, or let's just say like your group of friends 
the main activity you 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 guys do together involves spending money. Like if your only activity as a group of friends is going to bars every week, mm-hmm. maybe you could try introducing a different type of activity into the friend group. I mean, our willpower, like, I was really good at this. In university, I was a broke-ass university student. Broke-ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't have that much money. And I was always raised with the mindset, which was maybe too much on the, the side of saving. But I would always try to make sure, like, my... I spilled hot chocolate on my gray sweater. Oh, no. Yeah. It's okay. Keep going. <laughs> um... We're having hot chocolate by candle fire today, by the way, as a little setup for how we're recording. It's a little different than we normally do, but it's a cozy vibe. And so back to my story. As a university student, my friends um, would spend more money on food than I would ever normally. Like I was always raised in the mindset, like brown family, take your food from your house, eat lunch that your mom makes. Don't buy the food from the cafeteria. Don't go out and eat, you know, so Anyways, that was my life for the first, I think, two years until my friends broke me down and made me kind of in the middle where I was like, okay, I can't starve here either. Mm -hmm. And I had summer jobs. So, you know, I made money enough to to support myself a little bit where I could eat out with them. And so I made choices. I'd be like, hey, you know what? Like, I don't have the food. I can't I can't go home to buy it. So I need to buy food and I would buy it and I'd be happy and I'd eat it. And that would be that. Or if I really felt like I had a great project, I would treat myself with the bubble tea I know I deserve with my friends instead of Mm -hmm. watching them have it sadly, you know? Yeah. So, um, but I I knew my budget at that point. I knew what I was able to spend and what I wasn't able to. And I had the willpower, which I'm so proud of. (laughs) I'm proud of you too. To say, hey, you guys go ahead, enjoy that ice cream and meet me back here. And, you know, they would get the food, which would be fun for them. I'd have a little FOMO. But at the end of the day, it was okay for me because I knew for me it was more important to save that money so I wouldn't be in even more debt than students are. And now we're loaded and all your friends are broke. No. No. But anyways. That's not what happened. <laughs> That's what I wish. I mean, I don't wish that they were broke, but I do wish we were loaded. <laughs> we're, we're happy where we are. We are happy where we are. Soon to be loaded. Yeah. Soon to be best podcast in the world. Already is. Anyways. So those are the ways that you can integrate, I think, you know, wealth building by changing your spending habits and making it so that you're able to feel better about what's in your life as Mm -hmm. well as the money you're saving and the money you're spending and also hopefully making you just aware. Um, It may be scary to look at your finances. A lot of people get scared of that and so they never do. But it's even scarier to be in debt and it's even scarier not to have savings. So start now. Yeah. I mean, the way I would think about it, if you're somebody who's scared to even look at their finances is, you know, it's just like a bandaid you got to rip off. And once you've ripped it off, once you've seen it, it's, it can only get better. Like once you look at it for the first time, it's only going to get better because then you're going to have the awareness that, Hey, I'm spending too much or, Hey, I don't have to worry about this. I actually have great spending habits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like no matter what the outcome of you looking at it is. The situation will improve by you looking the at it. The boo-boo under the band-aid is going to heal if you take a look at the boo-boo under the band-aid and make sure it's not infected. Eggs, and if it is infected, then you need to change the, you got to change your course of actions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Very well put. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
I, re- I really, you didn't have to say that, but I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always here for you. Thanks. Well, we hope that you take something out of this conversation and maybe let us know if it helps you or if it gives you any insight or if you're already doing this and anything you'd like to add on to us, let us know um, things that you do that are super helpful. Maybe we, you know, we could benefit from it. Yeah. And we love having conversations with you guys. As always, like us on... Like us. Please like us. On Spotify? You can rate us, right? Yeah, please give... If you're on Spotify, please give us a rating. Um, You can do that just by going into our show. And there will be a, a star rating system at the top somewhere. And Apple, I think, has it too. It just helps, I think, the actual podcast. It, yeah, it helps us organically be spread to other people. Because we do not do anything inorganically, let me tell you that. <laughs> we don't what? We don't do anything like, you know, paid promotions or anything like that. Oh, so yeah. It's pretty, it's just word of mouth. If it's you like it, tell your friends. That's all. Plant-based you, marketing. Yeah. <laughs> it's all organic. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for your time. As always, we hope you have the best week ever. Sending you love, hugs, and, you know, good vibes all around. And lots of money. For everyone. For everybody. Start by saving it, and then you'll have it. Yes. All right, ciao. Bye.